Comic Book Characters is an uncensored podcast. You can follow the Comic Book Characters podcast on Twitter at Twitter handle CB Characters. Again, that's at CB Characters or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. You can also email us at cbcharacters at gmail.com. It's your friendly neighborhood podcaster Alfred here, and on this week's edition of Combo Characters, you and I get into a whole slew of stuff. I'm talking like 67 characters in the Infinity War movie stuff. We cover everything from Batman and Superman to Daredevil to uh, Avengers and so, so very, very much more. So everyone hang tight. Hope you all enjoy and a happy new year. Let's do this. out there in the CBCU, this is your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred, and as always, I've got my gracious co-host with the most, the president and CEO of Snark Industries, the invincible, invisible, uh, full of indigestion, Ignacio. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> hey, Happy New Year, by the way. Oh, Happy New Year. Uh, happy New Year to everyone out there in the CBCU as well. That's right. I'm, hope, I'm, uh... hope your 2016's uh, started off. Uh, uh, you know, uh, off the ground running. <laughs> well, this shows this shows off the ground running. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I'm looking outside, and there's snow on the ground. It's oh, quite nice. Yeah, um, you have snow. It's you know, it's 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 pretty at first, uh, mm-hmm. and then it just and then it slowly turns into just like shit color, and it, it's really <laughs> gross. But uh, but right now it's beautiful and yeah. uh, enjoying enjoying the winter weather so far. It's been pretty mild. Um, yeah, dude. I thought we could just talk about weather all all episode. Does that sound? I mean, you know, we we usually start off with a small weather segment. Yeah. We could we could do that. Um, uh, we did just see that video with the Godzilla weather oh, that's report, right. which was really interesting. Anyone who hasn't seen that, just YouTube Godzilla weather. I think. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. Well, we amazing. haven't we haven't recorded in a while. There's been yeah, well, like a, a lot of <laughs> a bunch of little nuggets that have come out of news. Mm. No, like yeah. giant, you know, entree no, size nuggets, like but little little, little tapas. Little. <laughs> I was going to say a little chicken big nuggets, but I think tapas is better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like this shows your... this episode is going to be very much like a tapas experience. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. So it's for your soothing. first course. Uh... <clears throat> but by the way, though, before we get into that, big shout out to uh, if, you know the new intro music that just played under what uh, you know before we started talking uh, by Rivers Want. That's going to be our new music we've got new music we're, we're setting in a new format so we with the new year we've got new music uh provided by the band rivers want look them up uh, man. these guys are badass hit, hit them up on soundcloud they're on facebook fantastic kind of electronic uh band sort of in the style of like kravinsky or maybe management and anyway, the songs that you heard are uh digital afterlife and devil in me which they're gonna i believe both gonna be on their upcoming uh album release but big big uh, big shout out to them and i really appreciate them uh letting us have that music for our for our show yeah thanks so a lot big, guys big shout out to uh, richard and michael thank you very much uh but yeah we've we do have a lot of little nuggets uh for this week so let's get started shall we uh now we are recording this on a wednesday and it just so happens that man can you believe it hallelujah 
we finally we finally got the last issue of Secret Wars, the comic book series, the 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 hit, the summer hit of the summer. Yeah. That ended up being the summer hit of the summer that ended in the winter in, of 20... In January of 2016. In January of 2016. Uh, yeah. Um, we finally... You and I both just read the uh, the last two issues. So we yep. Issue 9, which series. wasn't supposed issue to nine. actually be a thing. It was supposed to be eight issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was issue 9 of 8. <laughs> 9 of 8, uh, yeah. It's really great. Uh, and yeah, dude... Um, so, so first of all, I would actually, if it's cool, um, would you like maybe in like ten seconds or less describe the whole series for our listeners, the whole nine? <laughs> yeah. yeah, spoilers by the way, just spoiler alert. If you've, if you, if you, I mean, obviously the issue just came out, and if you haven't had a chance to read, it, and somehow you're still reading this series, um, just skip ahead like five minutes, and you'll be fine. Uh, in ten seconds or less, uh, yeah. Uh, the I was just world's kidding. End. It's pretty much impossible. Oh, okay. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, if you want to... No, do no, okay. let, me, let me try. Let me try. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the world's end. Dr. Doom gets Infinity Gauntlets. He patches together a bunch of worlds from alternate universes, and he rules those for eight years. But then Reed Richards is like, nah, man, you took my family, bro. What's up? And then they're like, ah, fight, 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 fight. And then, like, Reed Richards kind of wins, but not really. And then he's like, all right, Doom, you're not that bad of a guy. And he gives him a face. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. I think you went a little over ten <laughs> seconds yeah. on that, but uh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's well. First of all, Doom recreates the universe without Reed Richards, which is like a yeah. big slap in the face because he's like oh, super dick. Guess move. what? I think I'll take over the Fantastic Four now. <laughs> oh, uh, your wife, your kids, mine now. Yeah. Does it? <laughs> I mean, geez, talk about like stepfather just coming in and right, just like no more Richards. Right. So, I mean, this was obviously the series that was kind of going to be part of the reboot of Marvel, the whole all new, all different. Even though I don't know if Marvel actually explicitly said that, it seemed like with the timing that this was kind of like the big this event is the thing that, that kind of reorganizes yeah. everything and kind of sets us back in motion going forward with a new universe. Um, but they Marvel really botched the hell out of this. I don't know if maybe yeah. they just realized that it didn't matter Uh to, to like release these in chronological order but i mean we we kind of joked about it when that first iron man issue came out of the of the reboot and the big reveal yeah. at the end is that dr doom's at the end and it's just victor von doom with like a normal face looking and really like, suave hey, in his armani suit yeah it's me and you're supposed to be like what the fuck what is he doing there but it's it's it doesn't make any sense because at that point we were probably what on like issue six of secret wars like <laughs> maybe issue like four or five right. yeah it was so basically, all you need to know is that we're back to normal, essentially. Reed Richards uh, wins and uh, kind of recreates the universe as we know it. Um, yeah, it, that really does beg a question. So more than even just talking about this series, I, it, 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 right, it raises some questions. I think tantamount or paramount of which is that if Reed Richards remakes the universe and then in in the last issue they kind of talk about making multiverses and stuff and kind of going back and branching out which is fine but he makes he essentially has a hand at least in recreating what the earth is and you know for instance miles is now on earth with peter right they're both there um yeah that's one of the few things you see you see that you see new york is there you see um latveria or love or not fuck yeah. uh black or, panthers or uh, country uh, oh wakanda wakanda. wakanda um and so i guess you know we're kind of back to 
what we know as Earth. <clears throat> More or less, yeah. right? And, and 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 I guess over the next year or so with the various issues, you, they'll maybe touch in a little bit more as to what's been going on because it does flash forward like eight months i think and the comic as well but one of the funny things is like so it's the, the 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 comic ends on doom in his castle and he takes his mask off and he's fine he's normal face doom and he's super happy about it which i mean of course he is but um here's the thing if Reed Richards even had a hand in recreating this Earth that now is the the only Earth or the main Earth, Earth Prime, I think is what they're calling it. Why does Thanos still exist? Why is why does an Annihilus still exist? Why is there cancer? Why is there still AIDS? Like what the hell, man? How are there villains? <laughs> How are there vi- like why is uh, Pace Pot Pete still around? Right. You know, maybe he's not. But... Like why doesn't every woman look like Susan Storm? Why isn't there a dark hot core oh that's the super best dark question. hot yeah cops that's the best question of all where's dark hawk yeah. reed i mean you get to recreate the earth and he's just like oh i'll leave that one the way it is yeah I'm not bringing dark hawk back fuck that noise no yeah no i don't i don't yeah i mean there's a lot of questions like i mean the ending is for a series that went long the ending really feels kind of abrupt because like it's just it's okay. A lot, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, Reed is with his family and they're kind of recreating mm-hmm. the universe it's, step by step. And it's really And they're like taking notes and documenting it. So like where's the chapter where he's like Thanos? Yeah, okay. Let's bring him back. Yeah. He was cool. Yeah. Venom, like, you know, symbiote kills everyone. Sure. Carnage, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Loki, really yeah. Confused. Loki who just causes all these problems yeah. You're welcome, Thor. Right. You get Loki still. Maybe he's like, well, these these all these superheroes got to do something. Yeah, maybe there's like a balance to it, or you know, and maybe maybe they'll explain that later. I kind of feel like they won't. Well, Molecule Man but... is still a very important character, and he's still around. So you know, and maybe he's having something to do with that. Um, I think, yeah. Uh, also, by the end of it, um, Wakanda is like the leader in space travel or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's yeah. going on there. Anyway, dude, this series was all over the place, um, and it ended up being what we kind of all thought it was, which is just, hey, we're all kind of back to normal now. Let's uh, let's just be cool and move forward. But um, the the very last panel is Victor Von Doom with his restored face. Yeah. So, and I mean, we already knew that because of Iron Man, but because Iron Man now it seems more official. Are you are you cool with that? Like a suave. I mean, I know you you kind of like the suave. Doom in, in our I, lo- I like what Doom's doing now. Yeah, I, I like how he's just constantly in Tony's shit, like just <laughs> eating snacks and right. kind of getting on Tony's nerves, but not really doing anything. It's just kind of funny. It's kind of like what I would do if I won the Powerball lottery, right. and I would just like constantly show up where you are and be like, "What's up, man?" And you're like, "Dude, I'm trying to work." I'm like, "Yeah, I know, but you know, what did you think about the Revenant? You know, or whatever." <laughs> like just. <laughs> Just like constantly randomly show up on just any given day and just kind of bug you. Like, I, I don't know. I relate to that because I feel like that's what I would do. Well, I will say uh, the eighth issue I thought was really good. I, at, 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 during that issue, a giant size, the thing fights Galactus. And that's nice. And Groot makes an appearance. Uh, yeah. A really spectacular appearance. Um, yeah. Black Panther has the Infinity Gauntlet, which at one point gets crushed. And I think he only has like one Infinity Stone <clears throat> by the end of it. Mm hmm. Which begs yeah. the question, is that the end of the Infinity Gauntlet? Is that done? Or is Reed like, let's yeah. bring that back? <laughs> right. 
I don't or know. And if he does, and, and, and Black Panther already has one of the stones, and Reed's like, oh yeah, we need we need another gauntlet with all the stones, would that would Reed even know that Black Panther kept that one stone? And in which case, do we have two of that one stone, but only one of all the others? You know what oh I mean? My like, God. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, is do you think Reed's thinking is I'm just going <clears> to <throat> recreate the world as I knew it, good and bad? And that's fine, but I feel like for some things, like eh, maybe no Thanos though. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe maybe not. Oh, by the way, and I almost. I kind of don't want to. I, I know. I know we already did the spoilers thing, but like in issue eight, the other really oh, yeah. cool kind of. I, I want to touch on it too much, but there's a there's a showdown between Doom and Thanos or Thanos, and it's it's nice. It's like worth the price of admission. I feel it's it's pretty brief, but it's it's just it's good. Yeah, it's one of those jaw dropping. Um, like, what did he just do that? Really? Yeah, like you go back and read it again, and you're like, oh, oh. So, uh, I mean, all in all, I like the story. I think. It, you know, honestly, it didn't need to be nine issues. It either could have been six issues or it should have been 12. Like I agree, and I feel it, like the last two issues were two of its strongest ones, and they could have spread out that storyline a little bit more and, and filled out the rest of, of the series because there were a couple issues that felt a little a little slow and just yeah. not very... Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Exposition-y? Yeah, I mean, they maybe. were just... Yeah. Satisfying, maybe? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I guess that's enough Secret Wars talk. But uh, yeah. if you guys want to go check it out, it just dropped this week. And you can finally get caught up with the biggest story of the summer slash fall slash winter. winter. <laughs> and the last thing is I really got to say that Alex Ross's covers for the series are impeccable and amazing. And it's yeah. worth it. even if you don't own them, like just look online just to look at the cover. Beautiful, beautiful artwork. I actually really like the uh, art that he did. in the Secret Wars yeah. series. There's one uh, frame or panel where it's um, it's Reed Richards. It's basically a drawing of Reed Richards' face oh, and, yeah. and Dr. Doom's face. I don't even know how to describe it, but essentially imagine that you put one face over the other. Um, like actually, in a chessboard. It's like a chessboard. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's a chessboard where each piece, each... Uh, kind of one after, uh, <laughs> I can't <laughs> Alternate, describe al- al- Alternating squares. Alternating squares are like right. one's Reed's face and one's, not his full face, but anyway, whatever. Just look it up. It's, it's like impossible. Sectional. It's nice. All right, man. Um, yeah. Moving on. But, um, things to hit on. Okay. Well, I, got, I have a question for you, sir. Yeah, let's hear it. Do you bleed? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, all too easily, yes. Okay, so uh, what I'm As referencing you know from is, Fight Night. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, so the, the uh, Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice uh, just released a new little TV trailer, a little 30 second TV trailer, and I feel like <clears throat> Warner Brothers they they took and you know I don't know I, maybe they had this planned out already, but I feel like they took the backlash that people had after seeing the last trailer where like you see wonder woman you see wonder woman batman and superman all palling together and you see doomsday and you're just like okay guys you're what are you doing you're showing me the whole movie and and they're going back and they're just focusing on batman versus superman which is probably what they should have done to begin with and in this trailer it's a really quick 30 second spot it starts with the batmobile coming around a corner you see Superman standing there. Batmobile runs into him full speed and just just bites it. <laughs> kind of makes kind of goes like boink and like right. bounces off and crashes. It's a really 
It's not a comedic scene, but it's kind of funny, but kind of serious at the same time. And then Batman gets out. And, you know, which is really funny because it's like a gas station is right there. He he has, like, no concern about it blowing up for whatever reason. Does Bat- By the way, does Batman have just no knowledge of what Superman is at this point? I guess not. The news just but, didn't I get mean, to him? I don't know, man. That's a good question. Because you would think he would have seen, like, Superman, like, you know, lifting planes or whatever and been yeah. like, you know what? Running into him with the Batmobile probably isn't going to do much. Maybe not the best idea. Yeah. But I give I give Batman this. So Batman runs into Superman, bounces off of him, whatever. He gets out of the car, and then he asks Superman, do you bleed? And then Superman takes off, right? He, like, flies away. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you will. Batman, and I, I think they did a good job of this, shows that he has, like, no fear of the situation. Like, right. he he literally tried to run this guy over with his car, bounced off the dude, and yet that doesn't deter him in the slightest. He's still like talking shit to bat to Superman. But is that cool uh, or is that like someone who's clearly delusional insane? and is like going full Scarface? <clears throat> just like fuck you guys. Right. Well, I. <laughs> but but maybe that's good. Maybe that's a, a a portrayal of Bruce Wayne Batman that we haven't seen really. You know. In that I guess. Sense. Like remember, it almost it almost kind of harks back. Not harks back, but harks back to the uh michael keaton batman where he goes where he breaks the the vase or whatever and he's in his mansion he's like you want to go you want to talk yeah. nuts let's go nuts you know like he just so maybe right. maybe that's it but he wasn't fighting superman I... that's true that's true he was fighting some just random thugs um <coughs> you know i i thought i didn't know i like just I watching it, this clip in like a vacuum i Batman to me just comes across as like some like petulant little kid. He's you know like waits till Superman turns around. He's like, "You will." <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. He does wait till he leaves. Uh, maybe it's he like, doesn't you know, know like, like that little kid thing, or like gay. under your breath. You're like, yeah, you know, like when you you need to clean your talking. room, Brian. He's like, yeah, you should clean your room. You know, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm talking back to your parents when you shouldn't tell be. me what to do. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I I'll, I will say this. I think that that's a that's a step in the right direction, though. Focusing back on Batman versus Superman. Also, I'm, in the first trailer that <laughs> dropped, it looks like he's saying that when he's wearing the like kind of metallic, protective yeah, the armor. The armor. Uh, he's not. That's not where he says it. He says it in this scene. Yeah, and he doesn't have like a doesn't have any armor. No, he's just got his again back, delusional right Batman. Batman. Superman could have just ended it right there. This could be like one flew over the cuckoo's nest at some point, right? You know, we just don't know. Um, <clears throat> moving on, uh, so another trailer or extended trailer that dropped uh, since our last pod was the Deadpool trailer. Uh, and before we get into that, I just want to talk really quickly on the marketing uh, of what they're doing with this movie. It's it is amazing, <laughs> in my mind, in my estimation. They they released a TV spot during The Bachelor on ABC. A Bachelor, The Bachelor, which is like a, you know, like a dating, like a reality kind of dating show. It's very women focused. And it was basically Ryan Reynolds saying like, hey, come see Deadpool. And it's like shirtless Ryan Reynolds and like, you know, makes it look like it's a totally different movie. And then on top of that, they released actual billboards. They're out there in the world, and it makes it look like Deadpool. It says Deadpool, and it says uh, like True Love Never Dies or something like that. And it's got a picture of Ryan Reynolds and 
uh, is it Monica B- Bastarin? Okay, Bacarin, yeah, I don't know. Uh, which is the female lead. Uh, and they're like, it's, it looks like very much like, you know, what's that? The Notebook. You know, it looks like that. <laughs> right. It looks like a Nicholas Sparks novel. And and it, you, you looking at that billboard, you have no idea that this was a superhero movie at all. And uh, I just think it's fantastic marketing. Um, you've had a chance to look at that billboard, right? What did you think when you saw that? Yeah, well, the the trailer was part of the whole 12 Days of Deadpool thing, right. which was marketing done really, really well. They, they kind of released one thing each day, and it was all usually pretty funny. I don't know if you saw a lot of those, but they, a lot of those include some some posters as well. There's one yeah, I love the, the sweater. Like the 40-year-old virgin or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. With the sweater, the sweater. I I, I want to. I think I want to cosplay as that. Like I don't usually do cosplay, but I that think I'm gonna. I might try. I might try to get the sweater and just the 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 mask. That would be really cool, actually. And then there's another one right. where it's like Deadpool on Colossus's shoulders, and it's like I don't know. It just looks like an old school poster. It looks like a, like yeah. a western or something. Yeah, yeah. And you got like Stan Lee in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think they're being really clever with it, and I think I think it's smart because Deadpool is not a typical superhero, so they have to really. I, have to, I think what they're trying to do is trying to prepare the audience as much as possible for how weird this for is kind of how be. subversive it is. Because yeah, if you go in thinking this is like a typical superhero movie, um, it might just be a little jarring because Deadpool is. I mean, he's not a typical he's superhero. Crass. I mean, the movie's probably, it looks like it's going to be hyper-violent, and it's yeah, not... Yeah, like kick-ass. Right. It's not going to be Captain America. Well, I mean, maybe Captain America's not a good example. It's not going to be Spider-Man. Right. Um, it's not going to be Superman. It's not going to be it's Superman. Not. But uh, anyway, yeah, the, the trailer looks funny. I think there's going to be a lot of, I mean, it's, there's going to be a lot of jokes in it. I just recently read uh, the Deadpool series, Dead Presidents. I don't know if you've read that. Um, oh, I haven't. Shout out to Christine who let me borrow it. Um, Brian Posehn writes some of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so it's really funny. I mean, Brian is, you know... He's, comedian. He's, he's a comedian. He's in, He's been in a lot of stuff. He's always kind of like a bit actor. Uh, but he's also a, com- a comedic writer. Um, wrote for um, Mr. Show, and I think even the, the With Bob and Dave reboot. That With Bob and David. Netflix. Yeah. It's really Bob great. David, yeah. It's really great. It's like all of Bob the dead David. presidents are resurrected. And he has to kill them all, and they're all zombies. Uh, <laughs> and it's great because there's so awesome. many little gags, and like, uh, especially if you're like a history nerd. Um, I mean, they're all kind of silly, and they are really silly, actually, and a lot of terrible, terrible puns. But it's funny, and like, that's the style that they're going for in this movie, obviously. And I don't know. I mean, it, it's a weird concept. I'm not sure how it's going to play. I, I mean, I think they're doing an incredible job of marketing it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how audiences are going to take this movie. I mean, how do you know, feel about that? Do you think it's going to be like I, a runaway hit, or I I do I do think it's going to I I was talking to Alex about this the other day, and I think it's going to by the end of its run, I think it's going to fall somewhere between one hundred and seventy five and and two hundred and twenty five million. <laughs> you uh, always go into money for this. <laughs> Well, because that's ultimately how the studios judge a film. That's true. Like, I, but, I, mean, I think it's going to be a good film. I think it's going to be enjoyable on a personal level. But the studios only care about how much money it makes. Do you think I mean, the studios envision this as like kind of falling in the Ant-Man type category as far as size? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think so. I think that's a good, a, good, a good benchmark. A good parallel. Yeah. Very, very astute observation there. Um, 
I think like the hardcore fans are going to love it. And I think everyone that's like a really big Deadpool fan or big comic fan, I think they're going to, because it seems like they, they took a lot of efforts to, to, to make this really have the essence of what Deadpool is. And, and Deadpool is not just your run of the mill comic book character. He's like crazy and super eccentric, subversive, like you said. So to be able to, to adapt that to the screen, you know, to a movie screen is a not an easy task. And I, I think if they end up pulling it off, a lot of the nerds are going to get ramped up about this. and They're going to see it, you know, two, three times kind of thing. I think you're right. But and the, I, think, I think that is the audience here. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the general public, right. I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to take it. And that's it. my, not necessarily concern, but that's just my, that's my question. I mean, that's going to limit it to me in my mind. Like that's going to limit it from it being like a true, true juggernaut. Like it's not going to be guardians of the galaxy, you know, but I think it, I think it could, it could ballpark Ant-Man, you know, something like that. I I also kind of wonder if there's going to be a little bit of backlash and maybe I'm overthinking this, but it does seem weird to have the, the, the timing of a superhero, you know, who's oh superhero in quotes, obviously. Right. I mean, Right, because we're not talking about a typical superhero. combo character, whatever combo character who's you know this movie from what we've seen so far is going to be pretty violent. And in one of the mm-hmm. trailers, you have Deadpool literally like getting an erection from gun smoke. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like I mean, you got to wonder about the timing. I mean, we're it's just it's weird when we're having this discussion about um, you know taking away access gun control, to guns and gun control, and the president you know making an executive act taking an executive action on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, it ju- it's just a thought that popped in my head. Like, hmm, maybe, maybe this might get some some backlash. I don't think it's necessarily going to result in less viewers because Americans, after all, right. love violence, and I don't think it's going yeah. like, to result in people being outraged. But I just wonder if the the reaction, maybe from the movie community, maybe from the critics, might not yeah. be so kind. I think you're right there. I think I think maybe critically, this movie may not do as well because of of the social sort of. Um, uh, implications that it might you know, bring up. Uh, I think I think you're totally right about that. But at the same time, the the sweaty nerds, oh yeah, don't care. Well, that's, well, that's the thing. Care. I think this movie works best for that audience because if you have an idea of what Deadpool is and you have that backstory, this this doesn't come across as jarring to you because you know <laughs> the character it's right. coming from, right? And you know it's not just violence porn essentially <laughs> i mean there's a little no bit there, that, but... there's sub there's subtext and context right. for it and, and it has it serves a purpose right uh yeah i mean either way i'm super excited it's crazy that we're just like a month away already like it's 2016 is is like on a fast track man we've just there's so much going on yeah this that's year. the next big movie coming out and i mean my nerd mm-hmm. crew is ready to go man we're there good i need See, it's like, I, I, and I've talked about this before, I don't want to labor this point. Like, I have friends here in San Antonio that like these kinds of movies, and they are down for seeing these movies, of course. But everyone's schedules are just so out of whack, it is impossible to get everyone together at once. So I never get to really do that nerd crew thing like you do, and it's, uh, I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. I wish I could well, be part of it. I see, wish that's, I could be why, that's why you just need friends who know that the movie is going to come out on that day. And you're just like, okay, I'm going to be around at 7 PM on the Thursday before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, here in San Antonio, a lot of the tickets are, you buy them online and you get assigned seats. Like almost every theater has assigned seating now. Is that right? And wow. Yeah. That is not yeah, a thing. Which I, which I like. Cause it's like, Oh, I can just get my seat. That actually like is pretty cool. In, yeah. A week in advance. And I don't have to worry about it. It's great. 
but my for whatever reason my friends are just not fans of that they're like they just want to go to the theater and then just see a movie and if it's you know like if there is no good seats they're like bah this sucks which i get i would be upset too but that's you know it is what it is um i don't know how we got into that tangent (laughs) anyway in other news uh this and this is man this is huge for marvel studios we finally have a director for black panther um you know we've talked about this before on the podcast uh ava duvernay was originally attached and then dropped out the director of selma yeah selma so people were like oh man like that's that's a legit director to to get for you like you can kind of sense the tone of what they're going to do with this film maybe and didn't she make some remarks kind of like did i I didn't have the same vision as i did so it kind of made you wonder like huh maybe there's not as much creative (laughs) freedom there as yeah as she wanted and and there there was probably a lot of truth to that this was also before the ta-nehisi coates announcement too so then we get the ta-nehisi coates announcement for writing the black panther comic book that's going to be coming out later this year and now we find out that maybe the hottest young director right now, uh, Ryan Coogler, who just directed Creed, the uh, Rocky film, or I mean, it's in the Rocky universe, uh, is going to be directing Black Panther. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I, you know, it's funny because Ryan Coogler has now done Creed, and um fruitville station Station. um and i mean both with michael b jordan i don't like referring to movies as like black movies because that kind of limits them but i mean most people categorize them as like especially fruitville station as Mm -hmm. like they put him in that kind of bucket and here he is doing like the main i mean i guess with the exception of luke cage um kind of superhero black character um well luke cage was the first but i would argue that black panther is more prominent yeah. yeah, yeah. I do wonder. I mean, his name is Coogler. Do you think they go get a black cougar? Oh yeah, maybe. Uh, no, this is this is a great hire. I mean, I, I hope that they give him a, a chance to to do something cool with the character. But I mean, if you're a Black Panther fan, I mean, what what a great time to be alive. Jeez, you have like one of the I top know. directors doing the movie, and you have like what you know, <clears throat> probably the biggest hire from the in the writing world uh, for a comic. Um, doing yeah. the black panther stories so. Co- yeah you know i didn't even think about that but that is like what would not just not to take the thunder away from black panther but really quickly if if what is the what is the parallel if i were to say dark hawk movie dark hawk comic dark hawk director who would you want to be the director of the movie and who would you want to write the comic what would be the equivalent to getting coogler uh, yeah Cuts? i don't know but i mean in a way like if you had asked me that if you'd asked someone that like a year ago, I wouldn't be surprised if those were his, you know, his two options. Like those are for for Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, I mean, just huge gets on both sides. The only thing that and, kind of bums me out is that Black Panther's already cast because I mean Michael B. Jordan, dude. How awesome! Oh, I know. <laughs> plus, plus, we already know that Coogler can just bring out some amazing. I mean, Michael B. Like, again, Michael B. Jordan is an amazing actor. Don't get me wrong; I'm a huge fan. But you watch what he does in Fantastic Four versus what he does in Creed. It's like a totally different person. Well, yeah, and the reason I bring him up is he was also in Fruitvale Station. So obviously he's got yeah, a relationship no, with with Coogler. With um, Coogler, with the Coogs. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I know, and it it it, it would I think I think uh, 
you know, Michael B. Jordan would have been amazing. I think I think Kugler really would, could have gotten an amazing performance out of him. That being said, uh, I'm still totally on board uh, with this announcement. Yeah, man, I'm 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 really excited to see what they do with the Black Panther character. Um, it's a big year. I I, I, I got to be honest. Like, how... I've never. I mean, it was never a, a character I paid too much attention to in the comics. But right, right. All of a sudden, he's got like a racist. lot of great creative You're... minds behind You're that racist. character. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, there's a lot of great creative minds behind yeah. telling that story. So I'm really excited about what they're yeah. going to do with it. Well, and you know what? Going back to Secret Wars really quickly, like you said in the in the last issue, there's a there's a decent segment, like a chunk of it at the end, and it focuses on T'Challa and Wakanda. So clearly, Black Panther is going to figure prominently for the next year, at least within the Marvel Universe. And when you have somebody like ta Coates writing, of course, of course, you're going to feature that character. You would be, I mean, it would be stupid not to. Um, it's going to be a big year. Big year for the Panther. Yeah. Super excited. And I mean, you got to be excited about what Kugler was able to do with Creed. Because, I mean, Fruitvale mm-hmm. Station is one thing. I mean, that's a story <clears throat> based on real life. Um, Not accessible to everybody necessarily. Right. But here he is. Ta- here he was taking a, <clears throat> essentially a franchise, you know, that's already got, what, five? A legendary franchise. A legendary franchise. And even though he kind of told a similar story, he brought something new to it and made you, <clears throat> at least made me care about that story for the first yeah. time in a long time, in a, in a way, in a sense, he kind of did what what Star Wars, what JJ Star Wars did do with Star Wars, right? Nostalgia, kind of re, restarting or kickstarting. Yeah. I mean, it's a similar the, the, story of you know coming up and being the underdog. Um, yeah, and even spoiler, the ending is kind of similar. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, great hire for them, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen with that character going forward. Yeah. So here, here's some uh, moving on to DC now, and and one thing, and you know, once once Batman vs Superman comes out, we'll really finally start to be able to compare the 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 DC Comics cinematic universe more with the Marvel one. But right now, it's just not a fair fight in in the slightest. Uh, but one thing you can say about DC is that they are doing a pretty good job on the TV side of things. Um, yeah, they've got a lot definitely. of properties out there. The Flash is as long as you don't count Netflix, is, they are definitely winning. <laughs> true, true. Uh, the Flash is one of the best, re- well received by critics and fans alike. TV shows out there, not just superhero shows, but just TV shows. And you know, Arrow's still going strong. They've got Supergirl now that somehow continues to chug along. And uh, you know, they've just got the, another show called The Legends of Tomorrow that's going to be coming out soon. They just have a lot of stuff. Uh, they've got Gotham. But now we find out that uh, for Flash, and I love this because I look, I, you know, it won the Powie for me. <laughs> That's um, right. 2015, <laughs> 2015 Powie yeah. winner. Powie winner. Uh, the Flash TV show uh, is going to have an episode directed by none other than Kevin Smith. Uh, now, I, I figure this is maybe going to be a little divisive between you and me because I know you're not the biggest fan of Kevin Smith. And I understand why. I understand why people don't like him. But just on a personal level, Kevin Smith, like Clerks is the movie that made me like want to get into film and like screenwriting and things like that. And it's ultimately where you and I met at UT in well in journalism school, but then also sort of round about in film school as well. Right. And and I kind of owe a lot of that to Kevin Smith. Like I honestly do, because that was the that, that movie, Clerks, was the one that opened my eyes that like, oh, you don't have to be like well connected millionaire. Right. 
person living in Hollywood to make films or to tell these kinds of stories. Yeah. So I'll always feel sort of indebted to him for that. And I'm really excited that Kevin uh, is going to be directing a show that I really like. Now, uh, one thing with the TV show to kind of keep in mind uh, is that for directors of television shows, you don't have as much autonomy to do whatever you want. Like the show has to stay within the structure of what the show is. Like Game of Thrones is a good example of this where you probably can't really tell one director of an episode from another on that show because it, it all looks kind of the same and, and operates the same flashes like that as well. But that being said, I think Kevin Smith is going to be able to put little touches here and there. And he's such a fan of the material. You know, he loves the flash. He loves comic books. So it's, it's cool that he's going to get a shot at it. What do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, it's always cool when you have comic book fans being able to actually write some of the stuff. I mean, um, I don't know why I just thought of CM Punk uh, as an example, but uh, but Kevin is not just some random dude. He's like a guy who actually has experience in the industry. Twenty years now, um, twenty plus years. Yeah, um, and I I also too appreciated Clerks. I just was never much of a fan of anything else he did. Um, yeah. But um, do you know if he's done anything in in the comic book world? Well, yeah, yeah, he's written oh, you know, Green Arrow. Did, did, oh, he did. Okay. He wrote Green Arrow. He's written Green Hornet. Uh, he's re- written Green Lantern. Just kidding. He's not written Green Lantern, but he just was going with the green motif. He has done some Batman stories. Um, so, yeah, he, he's done Daredevil. So, yeah, he's definitely written some. But you're talking about the comic, comic world, right? We're not, we're not talking about actual yeah, yeah. shows. No, yeah. In terms of, like, the TV shows and stuff, no. I know he was – there was a brief time where he was attached to write and direct the Green Hornet movie that eventually came out with – Seth Rogen, that piece of crap that yep. came out, uh, which really disappointed me because uh, I can't think of the name of the director, but the director was the guy who did uh, uh, Eternal Sunshine. Oh, Charlie Kaufman? No, that's the writer. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, um, the... Michael, Michel Gondry. Gondry, right. Yeah, the French dude. Yeah, so, who's, who's a really cool director, uh, like like his visual style, but he did Green Hornet. I was just like, what, what, what happened here? Like, yeah. this is terrible. That's always weird um, when that happens. Uh, but yeah, well, <laughs> Kevin Smith also wrote Superman Lives, but we just... Superman Lives, right. Which that documentary, again, if you have anyone hasn't seen it, I highly, highly recommend it. The John Schnepp-directed uh, documentary, The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened. It's Actually, it's on Showtime now, too. Yeah. So if you have Showtime on demand, you can see it there. So Kevin Smith, I know um, that you know his later films have been pr- kind of raunchy. Like, he likes to kind of push the envelope sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to sneak yeah. in, like, a dick joke somehow? Or, like... Uh, I would not... I, I think he'll try. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'll definitely try. Um, probably, maybe... Uh, an allusion to Flash finishing something quickly or too quickly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I could see that. It, it, if that joke isn't there, I would be I would be surprised. It, it's probably going to be in there. Um, so before, I guess turning, before we keep going, yeah. dude, um, yeah. and this is really just fan service entirely. Yeah. But um, look look around. Like, where are we right now? We're on the planet Earth. Yeah, but more specifically... Like what? in the year 2016, we just we just took an exit off the, oh. off the highway, and do you know what what this area? Oh, was that is that down the? Hey, you know what? It's still open. I was a little, I was sort of concerned, you know, with the you know the economy is improving, but you never know. Coming into 2016, wasn't sure that this was going to still exist. It's the casting corner. It's the casting corner. We are in casting, casting corner. corner. Uh, we've been in the casting corner now for a little while, and we're going to close it out. With um, the last segment in Casting Corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first and last, I Sorry, guess. Sorry, Casting Corner. Uh, 
recently deceased <coughs> david bowie uh really sad yes. news rest in peace um uh obviously big news the big probably the biggest news all week um obviously many many things to say about him and, and many people are sad one of the smaller things that we read about that also made us bummed out uh was that he was supposedly mm-hmm. uh going to be approached for making for a cameo in gardens of the galaxy 2 mm-hmm. um and this this the source of this is james gunn himself james the gunn director himself. so uh, so, so obviously we're both pretty excited about Guardians of the Galaxy. How do you think David Bowie would have fit in that world? Man, now see to me, you know, it's one of those things where I never would have thought of it on my own, you know, to put him in or even consider it. But you take a look at a character like the Collector. Oh, I know, right? And David Bowie just fits right in, like snug as a bug. I mean, you you wouldn't even be surprised if like Benicio del Toro <laughs> was told like, you know. Do a little David Bowie or something, you know, like I would imagine yeah, as a part of his direction. Yeah, yeah, right. There would have been some kind of inspiration there uh, from him. But yeah, no, you're right. So it's 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 a sad thing. Um, apparently, James Gunn had had sort of been in prelim- preliminary talks to, to get that on board and rolling with the film. And, and unfortunately, that's not going to happen at this point. However, there is a slight sort of silver lining to this in that he is working because he has a hand in how the soundtrack works out. Uh, there is, uh, you know, David Bowie music in the first film. Um, and he's he's trying to see oh, if right. there's a way to get Bowie to be on the soundtrack for for the second film. And he'll be the only artist that's on both. Oh, that would be cool. So that'd be kind of cool. And, uh, you know, there's a if you follow if you follow James Gunn on Twitter or on Facebook, uh, he there's a if you go back a few days you'll find a post where he he writes this long thing out about how David Bowie sort of uh, was a was a inspiration to him artistically and stuff uh, growing up. And it's really nice. It's a very touching piece that he wrote. Um, um, I also kind of wonder if that character <clears throat> that we're talking about is already written and is already kind of in the script. And I wonder maybe if. if if we'll almost be able to point him out, like, oh, maybe that maybe that would have been what you know who David could have played. Oh, that's a fun game to play. Yeah, uh, we could. It's just gonna look like his character from Labyrinth. It's not gonna be very very difficult, right? You know, the other character I think he could have played. Now, I mean, this is obviously this didn't happen, but the 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 little um, the dealer guy in the first Guardians movie. Yeah, where uh, where where uh, Star Lord goes, you know, and you tell uh, you got the best brows in the business. <laughs> And the you know the guy that has all the little like uh, the little uh, like the jewelry store or whatever it is he basically has uh, that guy could have been played by David Bowie like that character. Yeah, right. Oh, um, and one one quick and one quick thing that might turn into a long thing. We we weren't actually planning on talking about this, and I don't know how this slipped through. But another mm-hmm. thing that James Gunn said, which must have you like super excited, is that he saw apparently Civil War, um, and like absolutely said like he loved Spider Man in it. Right, like he made a point that that was like his favorite thing about the movie, and yeah, you're right. I, that wasn't on our board to talk about, and I, I seriously could go at great length, but I won't. I'm just super excited about that for one reason, and that's that before Ant Man came out, like months before, James Gunn came out and said, "I just saw Ant Man. It's super entertaining. It's a blast. It's really fun. It's a really fun and enjoyable movie. You're not going to be disappointed." And, like you trust you know, this guy's judgment, like, you know. Yeah, like I didn't know what to think at the time, but then I saw Ant Man. I'm like, nope, yeah, James Gunn, you you were right on point. Like that's exactly how I felt. 
So now he's earned some trust for me. Plus, he did Guardians, and I mean, he just nailed that movie so hard. Like, his sensibility of things is is really on point to me. So if he's telling me that Spidey is great in Civil War, then like I'm ten times more excited now. Yeah, I I, I don't blame you. Um, everything we've heard it's the so best far thing I could have really heard. Promising, yeah. and it seems like it's the really best thing I could have heard. A, a comic interpretation of Spider-Man. <coughs> we'll finally get to see yeah. that. Um, I. I just hope I'm sitting next to you, because if it really bombs, I am. Oh, oh, I'm gonna enjoy that so much. Well, uh, I mean, what did, no, no. Let's 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 pull back the curtain a little bit. Now, what did you say uh, that more than anything you wanted to see happen to Spidey because of what? <laughs> I don't know, man. I've probably happens. said so many things I don't even remember. Okay, in relation to what happens to Iron Man when Bucky. And oh, Cap okay, are, yeah. I just thought. I mean, we're gonna have. We obviously have the shot of Iron Man getting his ass kicked in the trailer. Uh, yeah, this is amazing. superhero Watch on superhero action. So, I mean, you're not gonna, it's, you're gonna see, I, you know, it's it's gonna be hard to see like one superhero just like completely beating the crap out of another one without them kind of evening the score, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just hoping at some point Spider-Man really, really gets, <laughs> gets gets like a Black Panther punch to the face. That would be great. Uh. <laughs> uh well but anyway dude let's you know what since we're yeah. on this topic let's let's keep talking about um civil war um yeah and we got a couple of items to talk about from the russo brothers because they were recently interviewed and they mentioned that in the upcoming uh captain america civil war movie there's going to be mm-hmm. two funerals yeah not one two which Makes sense. We kind of had an idea that there would be something happening because we see the Vision in a suit. Or no, we don't see Vision no, in a we've suit. We've only read we, about that so far. We've read about Vision being in a suit, and we're both super jazzed about that, and damn right we are. <laughs> um, if you so, go as so Deadpool that may- in, a, in a sweater, I kind of want to be Vision in a suit. Oh, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> God, that would be the best cosplay best cosplay because all we have to do is just the mask right? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah everything else is sweater just normal it's like business casual yeah vision that's why i love it yeah because it's um so we kind of so now this kind of gives us a little sneak like a little insight into maybe why vision's wearing a suit he's probably going to be at a funeral you know very nice for vision to be so you know culturally appropriate <laughs> with his attire <laughs> um it's like is the uh, cape, now, is a cape too much? Yeah. What if I make the cape black? <laughs> like, is that is that okay? Um, you know, some people just have to be fabulous at everything, even yeah, funerals. That's true. Uh, two funerals in Civil War, real quick. Let, don't want to spend too too much time on this. We've still got a lot of things to cover. But well, who do you think they're going to oh, be? God, please be Hawkeye. <laughs> please be okay. Hawkeye. And, so Hawkeye. Um. Can we just kill Coulson? <coughs> I don't think Coulson's going to be in it. I thought he was. Is he in it? Well, Maybe he's he one is. of the... Anyway, um, I don't know, man. I mean, it can't be any of the main guys. I just can't picture it. I think it's going to be like a Coulson-type character. If it's not Coulson, By the way, it'll be a Coulson. I like how you said, I hope it's Hawkeye, and then immediately followed up with, it's not going to be any of the main guys. <laughs> Shots fired from Ignacio. Hashtag fuck I like yeah. just Forget. shots fired. I'm over, to it. I'm over it officially. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm ready to move. So you don't on. have it. You're not. You're not sure who the second. So Coulson, Coulson and Hawkeye. I think Dude, they are I mean, gonna kill. When Quicksilver died, I just I screamed at the screen. Wrong guy died. No, wrong guy. <laughs> no. Um, should have been me. Should have been. Should have been him. Should have been Hawkeye. Uh, I think. I actually. I think. I can. I think they're gonna do one of two things here. They're either gonna follow the comic, and Captain America is gonna die. Or. Because that's too obvious, and Marvel does with their films, they do like to kind of, you know, they kind of tilt and skew some of the things that happen in the comics. Maybe they kill Iron Man. Yeah, but do you think, are we saying kill in quotes here? so expensive for films. Was that? Are we saying kill in quotes here? Or like you think officially dead? Uh, I think... I mean, I, I, dead in the sense that they'll at least be dead for this movie and maybe also dead for, like, Doctor Strange and maybe dead for... Infinity Wars. Infinity War, the first part of it. But... Maybe they come back in part two. So, okay. So does that mean we should... So then let's get into the other big thing that the Russo said, which is that in the next <laughs> Infinity Wars series, yeah. there's they have a list going of all the characters that are going to be in it. Currently, yeah. that list is 67 <laughs> so does that mean that we're now subtracting two of the people that we assume would be in it i don't know yeah. or, or but maybe well maybe at least one of them comes back because you got to remember you've got the infinity stones right you've got one of them is like a time gem right. right time stone so you can go back in time in theory there's a soul gem maybe you can take the soul of somebody and throw it back into them i don't know but it's it wouldn't there's I guess kind of MacGuffins or whatever. There's there's components within these stories that allow you to bring characters back organically within the narrative of, of this universe. Um, that being said, 67 characters, holy shit. Uh, well, which characters what, do we know or do we know are going to be in the next couple <clears throat> of movies afterwards? Like, which characters would you say are definitely not going to die? Uh, I'd... Uh, well, we well, what we have one clue in that the Russos said that they would also like to make a Black Widow movie, so maybe that. So means I'd say Black Widow. She's not. Yeah, she's not going to die. I'd say Vision probably doesn't get killed. Really? Why not? Because um, he's new. Because he's so new, and he was so well received. Uh, like, why would hey, they? Quicksilver says hello. Okay. Hi. Because he died. <laughs> yeah, he died like... right away. But he, I, I feel like, like with the Vision character, there's still so much more for them to explore. Uh, although I guess that could be true for Quicksilver as well. Um, I think I guess like, Iron Man does make sense, right? I mean, they did make Peter three. Quill they made three Iron Man movies. Die. Yeah, they've already made three. How many more and is look, Robert Downey Jr. really going to be in? Robert Downey Jr. is getting older. Right. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love his portrayal of Tony Stark. I think he just kills it, and I think he's great. And I think he has a lot of fun doing them. But at the same time, he wants that quiche, <laughs> you know? He he's not doing this shit for free. He and especially he, if you're talking about sixty-seven characters, can we really afford to be paying that much to Robert to one guy? Yeah, I mean, he's probably going to be getting paid more than like sixty of the other characters put together. Like, but the uh, thing is, if Iron Man dies, do you think the Russos would even tease that there's two funerals? Like, why would you even say that? Maybe to throw you off, because maybe people are like, "Oh, it's Captain America," you know, like yeah. it's definitely Captain America, and and they're like, "Ha, ah, it's not." Oh my bitches. god! How happy are you gonna be? Iron Man. Oh, if he dies, oh well. <laughs> is this casket? Like if we see look the like movie the together, <laughs> or just oh, bury nice. him in the suit? Or like his, it's essentially yeah. a casket. Or what if his suit 
What if when he dies, it's almost like a funeral? What's it called? A funeral funeral pyre or whatever? Like okay, when they, yeah. Kind of, kind of like with Vader. Like, they put him in the Iron Man suit, and the suit just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the movie. Yeah. And then just I just <laughs> look at you, and you're just smiling right at me. Oh, my God, dude. I would pass out from lack of oxygen from laughing. Um, um, 67 characters, just real quick. And I, I already know the answer, but I want to give this to you. If you if 67 characters gives you a lot of room to, pl- to put some people in there, who would you want to see oh, in uh, you know. Avengers Infinity War? Wait, who do I want to see where? Who do you want to see in the movie? I mean, 67 characters. Okay, well, you know movies. where I'm going with this. There's one name, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be, I'm going to mm-hmm. be looking... Just scanning the screen with like a fine tooth comb. I want my Darkhawk, dude. I want my Darkhawk. <laughs> yeah. The th- so I want him at the same time. I don't because if he's in that movie, like he's the first one gone. I mean, there's just no, there's no way. <laughs> what if he's? What if like there's no explanation? Like there's just this giant battle, right? And you, but you see him for a split second, and you just hear him go, "I got this," and then just the next scene. Is like Thanos fireball to the face or something. He just explodes like in a pile of ashes. Yeah. So the other the other thing I thought of is if there's 67 <gasps> characters, that means I assume that a lot of them are not going to live. Like, and, yeah. and I think that's smart, right? Because like we we've talked about how it you know if if every comic book movie is the superheroes facing another world disaster and coming out unscathed, it just kind of you know it loses it loses just some of its appeal because it's like, there's just no, like the stakes aren't really, it's not that the stakes aren't high, but there's no real risk or sense of risk. Yeah. I guess. No, the, the stakes, it, it, it diminishes the stakes and it yeah. changes the arc of the characters um, and everything. Yeah. So it would be kind of cool if they like kill. Yeah. Supers. But then again, it almost makes me wonder, will it kind of fall flat in the same way Quicksilver did? Because there's not going to be any chance to really tell. It depends on how or, they do it. Yeah, I I trust the Russo's ability to tell a narrative. So, uh, you know, with with the films that they've done so far and and their work in television, I feel like they have a good idea of how to convey these kind of things. And I think what they ultimately might do is maybe kind of alternate. You know, maybe kill an established character, maybe kill two or three not so established characters, so that you kind of get a little bit of both. The other weird you know thing I mean? is, I don't, I mean, I don't even know if there are 67 characters in the comic version of Infinity Wars. Mm, I don't know, man. There's a lot of there's people. A You're lot, right. But I think, I almost think there's, I think there's more in Civil War in the comics. Yeah, that might be true. I think this well, might be, well, the, I mean, yeah, it might we'll be see. weird in that we're getting a, a Civil War movie that's going to have less characters in the comics. <clears> and like Infinity yeah, Wars might Infinity actually War have more movie. characters in the comics. Well, and that's and the, but the thing is, the other thing is, it's spread out over two films, and also it's sixty-seven characters, not necessarily sixty-seven superheroes. That's that's another good point, right? Because like one could be because you May, got you got right? Peggy Carter, you've got Agent Thirteen, you've got you know, well, Sitwell is dead, but uh, you yeah. know, what if they're counting like um, all the like, like you know, hot dog vendor on the street or something? It's <laughs> like one of the characters. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, or the waitress, like. Um, All I know is like, I'm excited for Infinity Wars, but like, I I feel like making that movie is going to be such a headache. I don't know how. I'm glad gonna... there's two of them. I'm glad. I don't there's know how they're going to do guys. it. I don't know how they're going to do it with uh, all the characters, but also, how do you even tell that story? Like, go back and read those comics. Like, most of the oh, action just happens it's... like in space and like this yeah. weird. There's mm-hmm. no real sense of like, 
any kind of physics or any i, I don't yeah. even know how i don't know how they're yeah. gonna do it it's like yeah it just it's insanity i'm glad there's two of them yeah that's all i'm gonna say yeah. is i'm glad it's these two brothers that because it's it I, like if, for instance, if Whedon had to do this, it would kill him. It would, he would be dead. <laughs> I was, I was thinking we about would... that too. Like he could not, like he after Avengers two, I think he's gone into hiding. Like I don't, I don't, I think, yeah. I think it crushed him. And yeah. like now the Russos are like sixty-seven characters. Bring it on. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do have two movies to do it too, so that's a little. Well, maybe but a after little doing better. Civil War, I mean, it's it's a yeah. lot, dude. I think Civil War is going to tell us a lot. Like about their ability to do this or not, yeah. and it, so Civil War, which I don't think it's going to be bad in any way, but if it is bad, then I'm going to be a little concerned. I mean, you know, so like if it, if, we're almost at an hour, yeah. and I, we have a couple of things <laughs> left on the agenda. Do you want to just yeah. kind of rapidly go through them, or do you want to just maybe pick yeah, let's one? go really quick. Okay, let's just go yeah. super quick. So we already talked about how the other thing that Russo said is they want to do a Black Widow movie. All I have to say, uh, they basically said that if that does happen, it won't happen until after the. Uh, uh, Infinity War films come out, so we're looking at like 2020 at the earliest, 2021. Um, I'm still down. I I think Scarlett Johansson is amazing with this character. I think um, how they portray her in in uh, in Winter Soldier is great. So if they want to do it, great. I think there should be a Black Widow movie. People have been asking for it forever. I don't know why it hasn't been. Are we going to get more about Whatever. her past as a ballerina? Hopefully, I'll take all the uh, all the ballerina scenes I can handle. Just kidding. I don't care about that, but... I got weird. Whatever, however they want to do it. Uh, Daredevil Season 2 officially got a release date on Netflix. It's going to be March 18th of this year, so just a couple of months from now. The nerd crew uh, is comes also out of... assembled and ready for that one. Oh, that's going to be insane. Oh, cool. Ugh, yeah. You're going to try and watch all of them at once, uh, I think we're going to start early this time, and, uh, you know, maybe two, three calzones later, we should be done. Yeah! Mm. Getting the low-cal calzone zone, and... Um... So yeah, it comes out a week before Batman vs Superman, which is great. So that means like one week, you have a weekend and a week to watch Daredevil, and then the next weekend, Superman, Batman. Cool, great time to be a nerd. <laughs> uh, we finally find out the shooting schedule for Gambit, the movie Gambit, which actually comes out this year as of right now. It comes out in October. In nine months, movie comes out. They haven't even started shooting it yet. Start shooting in March. That concerns me a little bit. I don't know that they're going to be able to stay on that schedule. Seems a bit compressed and iffy. Do you think it's a uh, too much of a of a gambit? Ah, Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, I do. That's a I mean. legit question. But all right. yeah, I know. But you had to. You punned the hell out of that. You punished me. <laughs> So, uh, other uh, little bit of uh, cool news that came out beyond the Kevin Smith directing an episode of The Flash is that there's going to be a possible Flash-Supergirl crossover, which is great and it makes a lot of sense. If you're watching The Flash TV show in Season 2, this isn't really a spoiler, but they opened up the idea of multi- multiple Earths, multi-universe. There are other Earths, right? The multiverse? And they have like kind of a, a multiverse. Oh, we've right? been there. And they have this... <clears throat> yeah, yes, we have. And there are, there's a portal where they can kind of g- not really go between them, but there's it, there's sort of a way to do it. So it would be really convenient and easy to do a Flash-Supergirl crossover. But what's really cool about it is Supergirl is on CBS. It's a totally different network. It's not even the same network. But supposedly the showrunners are working together, like or the directors or whoever, the producers. And this might actually be a thing that happens this year, which would be 
pretty cool, and I would totally watch that Supergirl episode and corresponding Flash episode to see what happens. Yeah, I would watch that too. I'm all, so, I'm all aboard well, that. Yeah, me too. That'd be a great way to bring. Maybe, <laughs> pardon me. Maybe that'll get me uh, back on the Supergirl bandwagon that I was never on. Um, but, By the way, you know, total, maybe. totally random tangent. But is the Flash going to be part of the Justice League? Not the TV version. Not no. wait, not the movie version. You mean? Well, the the movie is the movie version. Yeah, but it's not going to be the same He's, guy. No. Okay. It's a bummer. That guy's really good. The TV guy's really yeah. good. Justin Grant. Uh, other thing, this is kind of cool because it's sort of local to me. Uh, Preacher, the AMC show that's being developed by Seth Rogen, among others, is going to premiere its first episode at South by Southwest, which is in March. And I may just try to see if I can get into that. Uh, oh, dude, we'll yes. see. Uh, South by Southwest. South, I'm sorry, South <laughs> by Southwest. South by Southwest. South by Southwest. <laughs> Is a bitch to deal with uh, yeah, in Austin. I, it's a big pain in the ass. You and I lived there uh, when it was, you know, going on. It's not fun, uh, but I will still see what I can do. Maybe I can get in. <laughs> we sound like old guys because most yeah, people are do. like South by Southwest. Woo! Yeah, part of it's awesome. You see all the celebrities. Look, there's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Us, it's just like look at all these fucking people. There's just so much traffic. Yeah. I can't get out of yeah, here. Um, uh, but what most yeah. people don't realize but, is that like they come to Austin for a week and enjoy South by Southwest. <laughs> If you live in Austin, like you're dealing with shitty traffic year round, and that just makes it like exponentially shittier. So it just yeah. it's not a fun time to be in Austin. Yeah, if you live there. Uh, also, uh, just real quick tidbit on on preacher, uh, Seth Rogen has come out and said, with the blessing of Garth Ennis, who's the creator and writer and, uh, of of preacher, that they are diverging significantly from the comic, and that this is inspired by the comic, but is it is a different story. Um, so that's really interesting. Makes me a little nervous. It's okay if it's not the comic. I don't need things to be exactly the same. But I hope that they get the essence of the characters down because it's such a great story. Uh, and there's some really great character and character arcs in that story. So hopefully they don't mess with it too much. All right, man. That wraps up all of the TV and movie stuff. Real quick. Yeah. Quick hits. Two really big comic book things came out over the last few weeks. Uh, really one within the last few days. Marvel teased out some kind of weird advertisement that just says dead no more and this is for their their comic book publication i assume uh what do you think they mean what do you who are they referring to well i remember yeah i looked that up and it was like whatever whoever wrote it was like well these are the characters who are dead right now and like the biggest Mm -hmm. name is wolverine wolverine um and but there's still Old Man Logan. Like Old Man Logan is a character that exists now. That's a good point. That's a good point. But I, I don't know. Universe. I just feel like you're probably not going to be X. doing that kind of ad campaign for like Uncle Ben. It's true. I mean, they no, better actually, not bring back would. Uncle Ben. You probably would for Uncle Ben. He's big enough. Yeah. Uh, but do you think it's going to be shouldn't. Professor X? I don't know. I'm just throwing names out there. Professor X, Jean Grey. Uh, it could be any of them because that's literally all. Namor, that they, they, they just no killed more. Namor though. That'd but, be really funny if it was Namor. The thing is, <laughs> right? But the thing is, Wolverine is like, he's just so fucking popular, man. It's like, how how long can you go without having Spider Man be Spider Man? You know what I mean? Right. So I I wouldn't be surprised if it's him. Yeah, I, I my my money would be on Professor X or Wolverine, for sure. Um, I wonder if it's a villain. I'm trying to think of any villains that have died. Doc Ock. Oh yeah, maybe Doc Ock. Doc Ock. 
Wouldn't mind some Doc Ock action. Oh, one other thing I wanted to bring up in Casting Corner, not really Casting <clears throat> Corner, but Rob Liefeld, the uh, comic book artist. Um, in quotations. So. In quotations. <laughs> uh, definitely artist. not a uh, foot artist. He cannot draw feet. Oh. Um, Tarantino would hate him. Anyway. <laughs> revealed. <laughs> I, this is such a random piece of news. Um, he revealed who he thought should play one, oh, yeah. one of yeah. his big Marvel creations. He he created Deadpool. So, I mean, whatever you yes. think of Rob Liefeld, he, he created that character as a villain at first. And and Cable. And well, Cable's and a great is, character. This is the, where I'm going with this. Cable, his other yeah. big creation... He said his his dream pick to play Cable. Cable is going ham. John Ham. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna guess Kermit the Frog. Um, no. John Ham. John Ham from Mad Men. That's great. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, first of all, no one I, can play the Cable from the comics because no one is like built <laughs> to look anything like that. <laughs> because nobody has like the weird. No one has that, that anatomy. Yeah. Um, uh, not anatomy. Anatomy, right? Uh, but that being said, yeah, I could kind of picture that. Like, uh, I could see it. And John John Hamm's a real serious dude. You know, like he could bring some real, uh, some real work to that uh, to that role. Yeah, some real grit. He'd probably be a drinker. So I'm, I'm, but I think Cable would be a drinker anyway, right? Oh, definitely, drinker and a smoker, yeah. smoking a cigar. Definitely, totally could see it. That's great. I'm I'm on board. Hey, Rob Liefeld, great, good, good, uh, good suggestion. Let's see, let's see if they do anything with that. Uh, last comic thing, last thing of the pod. Can't believe we got. They also this. Marvel. Was that? I can't believe we got through all this shit. But yeah, go for I it. I know. We're, well, dude, hey, we're pros. You know, <laughs> <laughs> come through in the clutch. Uh, major character death in. You and I are a little dubious about this. They're redoing, or they're not redoing. They're doing a sequel to the comic book storyline Civil War, Civil War Ooh, Two, right. which. I still feel it's like a giant cash grab, but whatever. Let's just let that go, and that's what it is, or maybe that's not what it is, but whatever. But they did say there is going to be a major character death that kickstarts Civil War Two. Like that's going to be the thing, the inciting incident that pushes that story. Who do you think that death is going to be? Mm. Well, we already we already know that it's going to be kind of the same storyline of Iron Man versus Captain America, which is one thing that I'm kind of bummed out about. I wish they would do something different. So those I still think the villains thing would be yeah. way cooler. So those guys are immediately out. Um, maybe what they'll do is they'll bring back Wolverine and then they'll kill him. <laughs> that would be amazing. What would be even better is if they bring back Namor, who they just killed right. like a month ago, <laughs> and, they kill him. and then and then kill him again. <laughs> well, just torture the Namor fans out there, the, the, the five Namor fans. No, why? do this to me right well i mean He's for better than aquaman for a superhero's death to cause a civil war it would have to be a big big name so unfortunately man i gotta put i gotta put well no they're not gonna kill spider-man i don't know dude they're not gonna kill Spider-Man. who do you got oh jeez. why did you even say that like you don't understand how big my eyes just got when you said that because i wasn't even thinking about that like, was, like but it's just miles know, right so like <clears throat> no don't kill miles that's what like, i, mean, like, I like, mean they already but miles is the only uh, one left isn't he well, no, no, Peter's still around. Oh, I guess right? Peter is still around. But they're not gonna. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I I kind of feel like it's gonna be a big character, but not in, not necessarily like one of the the big characters. I I think it might be someone like She Hulk. How about how about Thor? Maybe a maybe a Thor. The yeah, do you mean like Thor female Thor female or like Thor. male Thor? Okay, maybe. Well, because I mean, yeah, maybe. Isn't uh, isn't uh, Sam Wilson? into uh thor didn't they have a little 
Oh, yeah, the, kid, the little, little smooch, smooch, smooches. Maybe he, maybe he um, blames it on, on Tony. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. What if? Maybe. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Mary Jane. Oh. Ah, oh, dude, actually, it could totally be Mary. <gasps> oh, no. Dude, Mary Jane's being featured in Iron Man right now. I know. What if that's why they're featuring yeah, her? I know that's where my mind went. Oh wow! Oh, that totally could be it. Could be Mary Jane. Mm. Man, that's <laughs> on that. That note. would do it. <laughs> that would do it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, folks. Um, yeah, I, that would be crazy. I I don't have anything better than that. I think that's. I don't hope that's not the answer, but that would be. That would fit perfectly. All right, man. Well, we didn't save anything. We gave you guys a supersized issue because you've been waiting a while since the last one. Um, but yeah, man, next week we'll be back. Maybe we'll talk some Iron Man because I know the new issue came out. I haven't read it yet, so I don't know if it's actually worth the whole segment. Yeah, but, it just came out. Um, but we'll get to that. But yeah, man, uh, good talking, and we'll we'll catch up with you guys next week. Until then, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay super, everyone, and the song you're about to hear on the outro as well as the intro is Devil In Me by Rivers Want. Thanks again, guys. Later, guys. Take care.